0: And register for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon at everywomansmarathon.com.
1: Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. we got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Prop G pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Prop G pod wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, you are listening to Intuit from Vulture and New York Magazine. I'm your host, Sam Sanders. And I am joined this week by, I'm going to just say it, my favorite guest, <laughs> Ever, all time, forever, into its MVP, comedian, writer, all around great guy, Jay Jordan. Hello, Jay. Hello, Sam. How are you? I'm better now. I enjoy our monthly check ins. I enjoy that. All right, yes. You actually help me more than I probably help you. <laughs> Who knows? All right, Jay, shall we play the game?
2: Yes, we know. We love this game. Into it or not into it?
1: There we go. It's very simple. I share with my guest some stories from the week of pop culture, and he tells me simply if he's into them or not. Uh, let's get into it. Jay, are you into or not into Britney Spears's upcoming memoir, which is out next oh. week, October twenty fourth?
2: It's coming. Oh, oh my God! I'm so into it, but I'm also so scared of it. But I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. But whew.
1: yeah. Let me tell you, I'm exhausted by the idea of it because we just lived through Jada's memoir rollout and I'm tired. <laughs> Sam, there is only so much of
2: other people's business we can know before we start to get exhausted. And we are approaching, I would want to say critical mass as far as like minding other people's business. But I'm i I'm I'm into it. I'm into Brittany okay. telling okay. her
1: story. I meant to bring you doing it. Apparently she's saying she won't do any interviews. She actually released some snippets to People Magazine and she even took the pictures herself. She's like, it's what? my prerogative. She said, uh, oh. it's me.
2: <laughs> what, no interview, what? She's gotta do one. She's gotta do one. Does she? Does she? Yes. If I were Britney
1: Spears, I would never talk to a journalist live again. Oh, we, did yeah, okay. we did her dirty. We did her dirty. Let me right. share some tidbits of this book. First and foremost, it's called The Woman in Me. That name could have been. You like it?
2: Yeah, I like okay. it. That's okay. a that's a reference to a lyric.
1: There we go. I'm, not Don't tell me what
2: to I'm just
1: trying to find the woman in me yeah Second tidbit. The audiobook for this book will be read. Are voiced by Michelle Williams, the white one, the actress. (laughs) Imagine if black Michelle Williams narrated Britney Spears' memoir. After all of the
2: darkness and sadness, soon comes happiness.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was a top notch Destiny's Child lyric reference. Good sir. Anywho, let me give you some more tidbits. In this book, Britney Spears revealed that when she went to New York and tried to make it big in music after the Mickey Mouse Club, the song she performed for her audition in front of the record executives was Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing. Ooh. How do you think that
2: sounded? I I thought she was much more of a daughter of Janet. The
1: whisper vocal,
2: yeah. I would expect a Paula Abdul song from young Britney. Don't insult
1: I, her with a Paula Abdul song. I'm, I'm
2: saying she would have made Paula sound even better. Britney would outsang Paula Abdul.
1: Okay? Uh, that's that bar is on the floor.
2: She would have cleared it without hesitation. I have nothing, a ballad.
1: And a hard ballad. And a hard ballad. Also, she says that when she was in the room auditioning, uh, she said that she gazed out at the rooms full of men in suits, looking her up and down in her small dress and high heels. She was 15. And then she says, Uh I sang loud. She knew at 15 what was up.
2: Dirty old men. That's all I can say. Those dirty old executives.
1: Another tidbit. She reveals that when she was starring in her movie Crossroads, I know, she, was, I heard about this she was doing method acting the whole time. I'm so sick of the two of you, bitching and fighting every damn second of the day. For once, would you just shut up? I don't know why the hell I asked the two of you to come on this trip.
2: I heard that she was happy. She didn't have to do that much more acting after Crossroads because at one point she almost was cast in the notebook. It was down... T- are you serious? Emergence. She said it was between her and Rachel McAdams. That's what she said.
1: Stop. What are we doing?
2: Do you think in another life I could have been a bird? What do you mean?
1: Like reincarnation. I don't know. I think it
2: could. When some people don't get acting gigs, though, they will say, oh, it actually, was, it came down between me. Like I tell everyone, it was down. It was me, mm-hmm. or it was uh, Anthony Mackie for Falcon. It was me, <laughs> or
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Captain America. Black Captain America, huh? Damn right. Like I was there early on. He was there, there later go. on. But at one there point, both of our yeah. names were floated.
1: Bam, bam. Another Brittany tidbit. There's so many tidbits already, and I like all of them. Yeah. Uh, when she was doing her iconic VMA performance of I'm a Slave for You when she was holding uh-huh. the snake, Big apparently during boa. the performance, the snake, the boa, got right up in her face and was hissing at her. And girl just kept dancing. She's a pro. Wow.
2: Well, okay. In, in the snake's defense, that's what snakes do. Snakes hit. A snake might have been <laughs> saying, you're doing great, sweetie. Keep it up. Yeah. A supportive snake. A snake? might have been a fan. It wasn't hissing. It was saying, yes, Britney, go off.
1: (laughs) I like that. I'm holding on to that. I like that. (laughs) All right, last tidbit. And this is just maybe the saddest tidbit. While she was dating Justin Timberlake, Mm -hmm. she revealed that during that relationship, she had an abortion because she knew that Justin didn't want to be a father.
2: Yeah, and then it's kind of, it keeps coming out more about that, how they weren't ready. He said they weren't ready. Kind of a, hmm. Lots of mixed thoughts as far as, like, what it means to be a teenager in the public eye, in a relationship. But also, like, just now, Justin Timberlake does have to wrestle with the fact that he's affected two very famous. He screwed pop over stars. Janet.
1: He screwed over Britney. Yeah,
2: and stories like that, when the parties have grown apart and older, and both parties have since like moved on and been married and have kids with other people. It's a very small town. We meet up at Applebee's <sighs> high school reunion energy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it is wild that we know this. That now. we know.
1: What do you most want to see Brittany talk about in the book? I want to hear about the beef. I want to
2: hear about the fact that, like, her, Christina, Jessica, Mandy, all were pitted against each other. Like, that was all companies pitting them against each other. I want to hear about the kiss.
1: I have a bone to pick because Mandy Moore is not first name level, okay? You said Mandy. Ooh. You said Mandy. Okay. I
2: mean, <laughs> wait, if I'm talking about the girls at that point. The girls. Point.
1: <laughs> the girls. I hope she writes about like her singing voice. Like I've been thinking a lot about it. Like oh yeah. was cracking on her for the vocal fry, this, this, that. But the way Britney Spears sang ended up being the way a lot of the girls sang after her. Like it was influential. Like I wonder if yes. she talks about her singing voice and her voice specifically, because it's so distinct. We shall see. I mean, there's tons of pop history in mm-hmm. that book oh my god for sure for sure last question on this before we move on who else do you want to see write a celebrity memoir they have to have not written one before and it can only uh-huh. be one choice one choice
2: Ooh, who who are we missing there's got to be someone we just haven't heard from that's kind of been on the corner the whole time um
1: i have my pick but you go first Hmm. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Do it. Carson Daly. What?
2: Carson Daly about TRL. Carson Daly about TRL. Okay. TRL was pretty
1: straightforward. They played the videos. (laughs) Okay. You called maybe, and they played the videos. Maybe Usher. Maybe Usher. Oh, uh, Usher! I want Usher maybe. to finally tell me the truth about what happened with those herpes lawsuits. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> people were suing Usher, being like, "He gave me herpes." Uh, to which, I'm if not- that's what we're suing over now these days, everybody getting sued.
0: <laughs> Everybody's getting people. sued.
1: One in four people. Everybody has
0: um, herpes.
2: What's the what? What's your pick? Catherine Zeta-Jones.
1: Ooh. She's hiding something.
2: I didn't know we could go actresses. I was sticking in pop music. Oh,
1: well, you can pick an actor or actress. Go ahead. But my pick oh. is Catherine Zeta-Jones because actor. she won that Oscar for Chicago. She married, uh-huh. whatchamacallit, Douglas. She, you thought, Douglas? I thought, she was, yeah, she, I thought, I would, yeah, I was like, she's going to be out here doing things. And she kind of just was like, um, peace. What oh. you been doing, Catherine? What you been doing? Mm. Anywho, who is your actor or actress pick? Oh, A- Adam Sandler. Was, you got was, to go. You got to get out of here today, Jay.
2: You, sir. Adam Sandler. <laughs> that said,
1: would be fun. He said Carson Daly, and then he said Adam Sandler. Who's next? The guy from King of Queens. Who's hey, next, Kevin, Jay? Kevin James I don't Kevin know these James man's his names.
2: gonna be in Adam Sandler's book. <laughs> Did they? Oh, they were. Yeah. Okay. Touche. They're good buddies. What is the title
1: of Adam Sandler's memoir?
2: Oh, definitely, the Sandman cometh. Wow. He what does, middle-aged that, dad
1: possessed your body for this taping?
2: <laughs> he's that he's gonna be a bestseller. That it's gonna fly off the shelves. And I guarantee you 50%
1: of it is just gonna be poop jokes. <laughs> I will say I love his his uh bat mitzvah movie. It's cute. Easy read. Easy read. There you go. I, the letters are gonna be big. <laughs> <laughs> there will be pictures. Definitely some pictures. Imagine Adam Sandler's audiobook. Honestly, Library yeah. of Congress. Library of Congress.
2: Oh, yeah. The voices, he's, he's doing his audiobook. That's the thing. Yes. Michelle Williams is not doing Adam no. Sandler's audiobook. No.
1: I want Adam Sandler to do his entire audiobook in the voice of the water boy.
2: Mama says that alligators are honorary because they got all them teeth, but no toothbrush. See, you want this book now. Uh, I've you, turned you know You know what? You've bit. turned me around. You have turned me around, Adam write it who who would do like the the preface i oh, mean chris rock a, chris
1: rock they're friends
2: no chris i don't want chris Rock. i want to be like okay <laughs> it's a so forward to you're
1: be, not gonna read the forward anyway
2: no one i wanted to forward. be like kathy bates because she was his mom and water boy
1: you're gonna lose all your fancy foosball games and you're gonna fail your big exam because school is the devil <gasps> everything is the devil to you mama I'm down for that.
2: I'm I'm thinking.
1: You were thinking I did not expect this episode taping to end up with praise for Adam Sandler, but here we are. Look at us. Here we are. Look at us. All right, more of the game with Jay Jordan after the break.
2: Fox Creative.
0: This is advertiser content from 26.2 Team Milk and their new docu-series Running Sucks. Watch Running Sucks at runningsuckstheseries.com and learn more about how Team Milk is helping women runners across the country conquer their next course.
1: Jay, are you into yes. or not into Netflix opening brick-and-mortar locations?
2: And having, like, weird merch now, too? Yeah. Um, it, you don't get to make fun of Blockbuster and then turn into
1: Blockbuster. I don't think they'll have DVDs, though. I think they'll have DVDs?
2: They're just going to sell merch.
1: They're going to the sell Netflix merch. And, just, so, T-shirts,
2: pillows,
1: hoodies. So, these retail sites will be named Netflix House, the first okay. two will open in 2025, and then they'll expand from there. And I'm going to read a graph from the Bloomberg story by Lucas Shaw uh, that announced this news. He wrote, quote, Netflix plans to open new destinations where fans can immerse themselves in the worlds of their favorite TV shows, shop for clothing, eat themed food, and maybe even try a squid game obstacle course. <laughs> uh, oh. My, my.
2: Uh, why would you want to do this? We've been very casual and very removed from the fact that if you don't play Squid Game right, you die. We've tra- we've tried to we're trying to pretend like it's American Ninja Warrior, it's and not. it's
1: not. It's American Ninja Death Trap. Like they're right? killing you. They're killing you. I. You know what? They've already been talking about making a Squid Game obstacle course. I just don't know who would do it. But besides that, I will say, and this is full disclosure, Jay, um, I've gone to the Netflix restaurant in L.A. twice, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved oh. it. The food was oh. based on recipes from all their celebrity chefs on the reality shows, and the mixologists from their shows made the drinks. It was good. And the vibe uh, was cute. It was next to the Grove. I, it had a little summer evening. I'm telling I, you. But I
2: see it as a pop-up. I'm saying I see it for the festival. I see it.
1: But not permanent.
2: That's what I'm saying. Brick and mortars around the country for Netflix. Like, what is the So you're not into it? No, I think okay. they're an amazing company. I would love to work with them. No, I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm not into it. It's it's a little bit if it was a pop-up in an airport even, I can Ooh. vibe.
1: Oh. No, but okay. that's the energy it has. So energy. That is
2: the energy it has. Limited
1: time only energy. Limited, Limited time, time only. only. Yeah. you
2: talking about a Stranger Things t-shirt. Is that what we—you opened up a brick and mortar just for
1: us to get those? What would it take for you to go to one of these Netflix houses, like, to get you in the door? What would they have to give you or bribe you with?
2: Probably one of the hotties from Elite. I don't know. Uh, you would Elite. Have to, elite. <laughs> you would, is it corn? Is it street corn? Elote?
1: <laughs> Elote is street corn. Yes, yes.
2: We would have to run out-of-date ideas wow. for me to wow. go to— a Netflix brick and mortar.
1: So you're saying you would have a first date at a Netflix brick and mortar is what you're saying? Uh sure. If it's ah. with Tessa
2: Randos and he's paying for
1: it. Okay, okay. You're in charge of the design, decor and aesthetic of one of these Netflix brick and mortars. What's the first thing you put in there?
2: Ooh. Um No. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm really trying to think about uh, walking into okay we have so many stores already america's full of stores america's that, full of and stores. and brick and mortar sometimes they do stuff this one really ain't doing stuff
1: i will say okay what would i want to see in a netflix pop-up you know you know what i would actually want it to have dvds i would see? actually want it to have dvds see? Now, see, Damn. they need
2: to do a Netflix blockbuster collab Yo. where they sell DVDs and their DVDs of Netflix shows.
1: I love that. My editor's slacking me now and saying that she would love to have Glass Blowing because that was one of the reality shows. Okay. I'm Nick Haas. Consider this a warning. You're about to be blown away. And flower arranging, because that was another one of the reality shows. They could
2: probably have some of the cake stuff. You bite stuff, if it's cake or not. I don't know. Okay,
1: judges, here come four pairs of Himalayan salt lamps and scent diffusers. Wow. Remember, one of them is cake. I want a skating rink. I want a skating rink and a DJ, and then the DVDs are playing, and when you leave and turn on your skates, they give you a DVD. But Netflix is...
2: It's sole purpose is to keep you in your house. You have incentivized your subscribers to stay at home. It's hard to get us back out. It's
1: true. It's true. To spend money? To spend money. (laughs) To spend money. Not into it. Okay, not into it. There we have it. All right, time for one more break. More with Jay Jordan when we come back. Last question for you, oh Lord! And it's less of an into it, not into it, and more of mm-hmm. a what's going on here? More All of right. a tell me something. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the actor strike. The thinking of oh, it. Act- this is more like a let's get into it. Yes, yes. Let's get into this actor strike. I thought they were done. They said a few oh. weeks ago they were wrapping it up. Wow. wow, wow! What's happening wow. here? Tell me what's happening here, please.
2: I, as a SAG member, I wish I knew because every time I get an email, I go, oh, that's bad. (laughs) What do they say in the emails? The emails are just like, well, Jay, whoops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The email is just that meme photo of Kevin James doing his shoulder shrug. (laughs) That's the email.
2: We would love it if you could get a job like... As stable as the King of Queens, but no, no go.
1: I want you to tell me what's going on. Here's what I know from what I've been reading. Uh According to The Hollywood Reporter, Mm -hmm. the studios paused discussion on October 11th because, quote, the gap between the AMPTP and SAG-AFTRA is too great. And conversations are no longer moving us in a productive direction. That Uh, statement has so much amicable divorce energy. It's also
2: coming from the trades, which are like... Owned by a guy
1: who was kind of on the side of the industry.
2: by the studios. So it's like not 100% honest. It also doesn't give the details of like the fact that like we're talking about residuals for streaming being, like, offered and they thought that was too great when it was, like, a tiny number. And, like, this is the same strategy that the AMTP, the MTT PP, whatever <laughs> people tried to, like, employ when it came to the WGA. So, like, a lot of things are kind of being, like, pushed to the side for the studios to be able to say, the gap is too great. We'll never make it happen. But My fear is that people will start to be like, oh, it's been so long. Guess what? Strikes suck. And they suck for a reason and they hurt because you have to to inflict pain on these people financially, economically. But, you know, I stand in solidarity with everyone who's in SAG.
1: Let me tell you what happened recently. Now there are reports because this thing will not stop the big guns have stepped into the chat. George Clooney has been meeting with union leadership and according to Deadline, he was apparently on a Zoom call with a bunch of other stars, including Scarlett Johansson, Ben Affleck, Emma Stone, and Tyler Perry. Oh, oh, okay. Why? They're in it now. How do we feel about that and that Zoom call? I feel that
2: the highest paid actors... Are talking about this because they can help sway public opinion and because like people truly understand the difference between like normal working everyday actors and multimillionaires is so great that if 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 they're worried, then they're making sure that things are gonna be better for people below them and people that come after them. I hope that's what that was about.
1: Here's my next question about this star-studded negotiation meeting. If the group of actors on the call is George Clooney, Scarlett Johansson, Ben Affleck, Tyler Perry, and Emma Stone, which one of them is a the ringleader and why?
2: Ooh, do you think it's Scarlett Johansson?
1: I'm going to tell you the truth. I think it's Tyler Perry. Because oh. <laughs> he would just come in and, like, direct them. Horribly, but he would direct them. Oh, my God. Hi. That's very funny.
2: Yeah, if Tyler Perry called all them together and said we have to handle this, you know things are rough.
1: And you, and then okay, he has to give Scarlett Johansson a like Medea level monologue to play yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah, and he has
2: to also give her a bad wig. (gasps) That's the rule. Scarlett Johansson, you put on a bad wig and you go out there and you act for your life. Honey, you in jail because of what you did. Learn how to take some responsibility for yourself, for your own stuff. I can't stand folk want to be the victim. This person did this, that's why I'm this way. Everybody in this place got a story. Your mama and your daddy done gave you life. That's all they were supposed to do. No matter how good, how bad the life was, it's up to you to make something out of it. Suck it up and shut the hell up.
1: I will say we're going to have to get these actors back to work soon because they're starting to work my nerves. Like, as these strikes have been going on, they've just been doing anything to keep attention on themselves. And so they're making everything a runway for themselves. They go to a concert, runway moment. They go to a tennis game, runway moment. Like, they don't have actual red carpets right now, and they're making everything else a red carpet. And I'm just like, stop.
2: And they're just kind of showing up at events. Everything. I can't can't talk about any projects but you know what I can't talk about me so this is what I've been doing
1: yes like give them something new to do (sighs) it's time
2: Sam Sam Sanders is calling for Into the Strike not to help these actors but to get them to actually say words someone else wrote I don't want to hear your thoughts no more, (laughs) boo-boo.
1: You know what it feels like when your kids... I mean, like I know, but like when your kids are off for the whole summer vacation... And you don't send them to camp. But that last week, you're like, if you don't get these kids back
2: to school, I'm going to lose it. I'm at that point. This is the pandemic with Zoom school, except (laughs) for for the American public. And (laughs) the kids... Are actors?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. So all this is saying. I'm into that analogy. I'm into it as well. And you know what? Uh, no matter what happens, Jay, yes. you are a winner. You've won the game, oh. and it truly could be no other way. <laughs> oh my God! Thank
2: you. Uh, wow. I thank you. Thank you, Bernie Spears, for writing the book. Uh, thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you, Netflix, for not asking me to come to any of these brick-and-mortar openings. And thank you, thank you, Tyler Perry, for casting a woman of color, Scarlett Johansson, uh, as the lead uh, in that call. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thanks again to comedian and writer Jay Jordan. All right, Intuit is hosted by me, Sam Sanders. The show is produced by Janae West, Travis Larchuk, Gaby Grossman, Jelani Carter, and Taka Zen. Our fearless editor is Jordana Hochman. Our engineer is Daniel Turek. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. And the executive producer of audio at Vox Media is Nishat Kurwa. And listeners, I've got some news for you right now. Uh, You may have heard that the podcast industry is in a very weird, strange place at the moment. And you know what? I can attest it really is. And this shifting market has come for intuit. it. Leadership at Vulture, New York Magazine, and their parent company, Vox Media, have decided to end the show. The last episode will run on October 27th. I want to say, making this podcast has been so much fun, and there are so many people to thank for helping create this show. So we'll do that next week on the podcast, but for now, wanted y'all to just hear this news first from me. Also, a reminder, we still have two episodes left. I want you to listen to those as well. Check for them next week because one of them might include a little Chuck E. Cheese energy, Charles Entertainment, if you're nasty. Okay, stay tuned, back next week. And as always, thank you for listening.